0: Fraud, money laundering, strangulation. Hi, I'm Philip Blumel. Welcome to No Uncertain Terms, the official podcast of the Turn Limits Movement for the week of October 24th, 2022. Your sanctuary sanctuary from partisan politics. Just in case you thought our podcast was a little too wonky and not sensational enough, we offer today the story of former Kentucky State Rep. Robert Goforth, a mad strangler and term limits (laughs) scofflaw. Here we go. Corruption. Domestic violence, fraud, money laundering, and reneging on a term limits pledge, State Representative Robert Goforth of Kentucky aspired to higher office and ended up in the Hooskow. Robert Goforth started off okay, or at least it looks that way on paper. Born in 1976 in East Bernstadt, Kentucky, Goforth graduated with a Doctor of Pharmacy from the University of Kentucky and spent two years in the U.S. Army. But then he turned to politics. Goforth was elected to the Kentucky State House in 2018, and the young legislator immediately challenged incumbent Governor Matt Bevin in the 2019 Republican gubernatorial primary election. He did surprisingly well, taking 40% of the vote. But in early 2020, things started falling apart. In April of that year, Goforth was arrested and indicted in September on charges of first-degree strangulation and one account of assault in fourth-degree for physically assaulting his wife. His wife said Goforth grabbed an Ethernet cable from a kitchen drawer, wrapped it around her neck while she was face down on the floor, and strangled her to the point where she was having trouble breathing, according to the citation. Goforth's wife said she didn't want to pursue prosecution against him. Goforth pleaded guilty to fourth-degree assault, but the strangulation charge was dismissed. Being an incumbent, he still won reelection in 2020. A year later, he was convicted of fraud. Goforth pleaded guilty, admitted that a pharmacy he owned in Clay County billed Medicare and Medicaid and other insurance programs for prescriptions that customers didn't pick up. Then the medication was put back on the shelf and sold again, and again, and again, according to the plea agreement. Interestingly, Representative Goforth signed the U.S. tournament's Limits Pledge to co-sponsor, vote for, and defend the resolution for Kentucky to call for the tournaments Limits Convention. This is the official application of Kentucky to call for an amendment-writing convention under Article V of the U.S. Constitution that would be limited to the subject of Congressional Term Limits. He used this pledge in his election campaign, and the popular stance surely was chosen to maintain this ambitious politician's profile at the state level. Goforth went so far as to promise to be the lead sponsor and introduce the journalist Convention bill. Surely he'd seen the recent polling that 96% of independents, 85% of Democrats, and 82% of Republicans in Kentucky supported this reform. However... After promising to take on the role of the chief sponsor, he, at the behest of House leadership, refused to proceed with the tournament's resolution at the last minute, making it impossible to find a new sponsor for the 2020 session. His challenge to Governor Bevan over, the election over, he didn't need this issue and he reneged on his pledge to voters. The tournament's convention was dead in Kentucky for another year. His term limits betrayal was his first scam as a Kentucky legislator, but it was not his last. It was only a few months later that he attacked his wife and throughout this period was, according to his own admission, been defrauding patients and insurance companies. For his pharmacy scheme, Goforth earlier this month was sentenced to two years and one month in federal prison for healthcare fraud and money laundering. Additionally, Goforth will have to pay $2.7 million in restitution for the fraud and 10,000 in fines. After two terms in office, Term limits scoff Scofflaw Representative Robert Goforth will spend his next term in Indian prison. prison. How old is too old? The National Desk, a daily nationwide television headline news program, asked this question earlier this month and US Tournament's Aaron Duquette helped answer it, as well as offering a solution.
1: How old is too old to hold office? New polling suggests Americans believe U.S. lawmakers in Washington are just too old. The National Desk's Angela Brown joins us right now. And Angela, more Americans right now are supporting age caps and term limits. Yeah, Jen, a whole bunch of polls came out, including a new report says over a quarter of Congress is over the age of 50. It's the highest percentage ever. At the same time, you know, the Census Bureau says the average age right here in America is 38. Some fear that age gap is impacting policy. President Biden, 79. Speaker Nancy Pelosi, 82. Former President Donald Trump teasing a presidential run, 76. Not to mention nearly one in four members of Congress are in their 70s or 80s. Older politicians setting policies for the next generation like James Williams. It makes it harder for policy to change to reflect current values or Needs. A new Insider Morning Consult poll finds that Americans think the government is too old, with 75% of respondents in favor of age caps for Congress. Eli Yokley, senior political reporter, Morning Consult. Across the Congress, across the presidency, across the Supreme Court, there's pretty wide public support for age limits. And you know, there's not really much difference between older folks and younger folks. There's not much difference between Democrats and Republicans. Respondents also supporting physical and mental examinations for top federal leaders. 84% favor an assessment for the president. 81% for Congress. Since the 90s, the organization U.S. Term Limits has been pushing for just that, term limits.
0: Well, if you only know that you only have so many terms or so many years to be there, Uh, You are far more motivated to say, you know what, like, I'm going to make a bold stand here and actually do something that I I might personally get blowback from.
1: A recent poll by Gov also found nearly three-quarters of American adults favor age limits for elected officials. And when asked what age that should be, 70 came in number one. James agrees. I mean, I see a lot of younger people or a lot of people I can't identify with, which government's starting to move that way, but... It's a slow process. Well, Congress is getting older, really, in the last few decades. In 1990, the average age in Congress was roughly around 53 years old. Right now, it's around 61 years old.
0: Thanks for joining us for another episode of No Uncertain Terms. The Turn Limits Convention bills are moving through the state legislatures. This could be a breakthrough year for the Turn Limits Movement. To check on the status of the Turn Convention Resolution in your state, go to turnlimits.com slash action There, you will see if it has been introduced and where it stands in the committee process on its way to the floor vote. If there's action to take, you'll see a take action button by your state. Click it. This will give you the opportunity to send a message to the most relevant legislators urging them to support the legislation. They have to know you're watching. That's turnlimits.com slash action if your state has already passed the Term Limits Convention Resolution or the bill's not been introduced in your state, you can still help. Please consider making a contribution to U.S. Term Limits. It is our aim to hit the reset button on the U.S. Congress, and you can help. Go to termlimits.com slash donate. termlimits.com slash donate. Thanks. We'll be back next week. Find us on most social media at U.S. Term Limits. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube,
1: LinkedIn, Instagram, and now, TikTok. U-S-T-L.